Welcome to The Untrue Show, episode 15. Hello, I am back again for another episode of The Untrue Show, and I'm really excited. Like I said, I love podcasting, so I'm glad to be getting back in the swing of things and coming to you guys live from my living room. I just ate dinner. It was not very exciting, but I did cook it all. It was some sautéed kale that was actually really good, and I put a lot of cayenne pepper on it, so it's kind of spicy. Um, some acorn squash that I roasted that was really good, and then I had some um, ground beef. <laughs> which I was really craving ground beef this week. So that's my one of my proteins, but some really lean ground beef that I put with that and everything was really good. And I put a little bit of ketchup on top. So I'm straight for dinner and I am energized and ready to talk to you guys. How's it going? <laughs> so today I'm going to talk about something. I just want to say it's kind of near and dear to my heart uh, and a little bit bittersweet to hear about the end coming very soon for AIM. But I also have to admit that I am shocked to find out that AIM still exists. I have not logged into AIM. Uh, and if for you guys that don't know, AIM is AOL Instant Messaging. I have not logged into AIM since college. That would be um, a couple years ago. <laughs> so I haven't logged into AIM since since around that time. Um, I, I do remember giving up my AOL email address because it just wasn't hip anymore. It just wasn't easy, easily accessible. And they started wanting to charge $5. So from that point on, I never really used AOL services, including the email address and including AIM, even though I'm pretty sure it's separate from AOL mail. But um, I'm pretty sure that everybody has like a login story. And for me, I'll just never forget when... I was younger, like walking into Walmart and seeing these huge bins in the front with CDs for a free trial of AOL, grabbing one and logging into the internet for the first time and hearing that dial up noise that was so aggravating now that I look back on it. But at the same time, as you're getting on the internet, you're like, Ooh, this is, this is me connecting to the rest of the world. So back then when we got on the internet, I say back then, even though it feels kind of like yesterday, but it really was a couple, a, a good amount of time ago. I had to be a middle schooler. But back then, when you logged on to the internet, you had to log on through your phone line. So whenever I'd be on the internet, no one could use the phone. Um, but I never forget like being outside of school, coming home after school, and logging on to AIM and talking to my friends, boyfriends, um, strangers, even though I probably wasn't supposed to be, all on AIM. Um, I, I like to say that, or I, I was thinking of it earlier today, that AIM is Snapchat before Snapchat, Twitter before Twitter, like Facebook Messenger before Facebook Messenger. It was just, yeah, so... I, I think it's bittersweet that it's ending. And I think it also says a lot of things like aim could have been more than what it was, but I feel like it never really grew. Like I, I used it from middle school through college. So that would be from like sixth grade all the way through being a senior in college. So I used it year over year. Like it lasted longer than some of my relationships and during that period. 
and I had the same username. I won't give them my username, but I had the same username and I had my little list of friends and they were logged in and logged out. And when they get on, we could talk to each other. And um, I enjoyed that. Like you, you could be connected to people and, you know, communicate in a totally different way. Because at that time, you know, middle school, I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have a phone line. All I had was the internet to allow me to have multiple conversations at once. And AIM was actually 20 years old. So it started in 1997 and is ending in 2017. Yeah, so it's 20 years old. And I don't think it ever really grew into something more than what it was. Because think about it, by the time... I was finishing college. Facebook was Facebook was launching when I was in college. So Facebook comes out four years later. Like I'm definitely not using AIM because all people I know are pretty much on Facebook. So it died a death like right during that four year college period for me because nobody was on it. And you can't communicate with people when no one's using the platform to communicate and to talk to other people. So it kind of died a death then. And honestly... I, I liked a little bit of the exclusivity. That's why I say AIM is a lot like Snapchat because Snapchat is is not as popular as Facebook. So it's like a little niche, a little small group of people who are like really plugged into Snapchat and who are communicating on Snapchat and they're sharing what they're doing on Snapchat, kind of like the community that I built up on AIM. And I'd say that AIM is like the precursor, like great grandmother to what Snapchat is today. Just because I like how it was a niche community. I like how everybody wasn't on AIM. Everybody didn't have a screen name. Everybody wasn't chatting on there. But you had that select group of friends and family, boyfriends and et cetera, who were on there that you could connect with at any time. And again, everybody wasn't there. So that, that's what made it fun. Um, I remember leaving like the school day ending and seeing peers and being like, trying to talk to them and then say like, are you going to be on AIM later? And they'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's talk on there. And how we used to pass notes up until AIM started because we could go home and, you know, have AIM conversations instead of passing notes, which was at the time a lot safer. I don't think we were doing screenshots and stuff back then, but <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. You know, I think a lot of, groups and businesses can't evolve their products to the point where they need to be to catch up with the times like think about MySpace. like MySpace could be a big thing right now if they would have kind of adjusted or tweaked what they had because look at spotify i mean look at youtube that's kind of similar to what we we're doing on MySpace, sharing music sharing videos sharing photos uh having our own little community and, you know, it kind of died a death, too. I feel like there, I need to have some champagne and, like, pour out some some for all these, like, dead <laughs> websites. But I don't waste champagne. So I'm just going to just imagine that I'm doing that. Just imagine that I'm pouring out champagne because AIM is dead, because MySpace is dead. There you go. I'm jingling my water cup because I'm... I'm not drinking champagne, but just imagine pouring one out champagne for AIM, for MySpace, for all the long lost sites that did pave the way for the platforms that we use now. 
in, in a big way. I mean, think about Napster. Yeah, that's another one that's dead and long gone and it, it disrupted the music industry. And now we have Apple Music, you know, all these different sites where we can pay for downloads or we can stream because of what Napster did, how Napster started. So I don't think that Ames death is in vain. Um, I think that it definitely started a movement for how we talk to each other, how we keep in touch. I mean, it was the precursor to a text message. And now I feel like I, I have a couple of friends where I connect with them on different platforms, like all day, you know, how we keep in touch is through a text, through a phone call, through a Snapchat message, through Insta story, through a Facebook post. And I appreciate how AIM started the wave of that communication stream. Cause think about it. We're busy these days and it's hard to have a phone call with every single person in our lives. It, it is. It's hard to keep in touch with people that I knew from high school and, and people that I knew from middle school. And even though I care about those people and I, I'm, I want them to succeed and I want to, you know, be a part of their lives. Like, let's just face it. We're not like tight besties so it's great to be able to see what they're up to see what they're doing and see how their lives are are changing and have changed over these last couple years uh through social media which I I wasn't able to do you know in middle school like if you saw someone I don't know how you find them like you look in the phone book and you know who has a phone book anymore or you go in a phone booth and make a phone call I was watching full house yesterday and it was DJ's first day of either, I think, junior high. And no one wanted to sit with her, or hang out with her. So she ate lunch in the phone booth. And I looked at that and I'm like, dang, I remember when we had those. That was a long time ago. Like, who sees phone booths anymore? Nobody. Um, who uses the payphone anymore? Nobody. Like, I, yeah. So with that being said, it's just... I guess it's just a sign that we're growing up, that we're getting older, that technology is moving. Just seeing this die off. I mean, like I said, I didn't even know it still existed, but it did. And people were still using it. Like they have a lit Twitter feed with people asking them questions on um, integrations and how to use things, how to do plugins. Like they're verified and everything. Um, and I just feel like it's, it, like I said, it's just bittersweet because I mean, I just spent so much time on there as a kid. So watching it die and hearing everybody talk about it again has just made me think about all those memories of spending so much time and energy on there a long time ago. So, yeah. Which, which y'all's aim stories? Did y'all spend a lot of time on it too? Because I I don't feel like I'm alone in this. <laughs> I hope I'm not alone in this. And I, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's bittersweet. But in other news, have you guys seen that TRL is coming back? I, I definitely have some thoughts about TRL, TRL coming back for 2017 because that was another thing that was my adjoining activity to coming home and getting on AIM was watching TRL. And I don't know how I did this because I swear I had cheerleading practice every day after school, but maybe not every single day. Um, I just remember coming home from school and I think I used to take the bus. I take the bus home from school, walk home, and then I get on AIM and watch TRL, do my homework while I did that. And, and that would be a night. So 
I am curious to see how they're they're making changes to TRL to make it relevant to 2017 because think about all the ways that we get our music now and TRL was mostly supposed to be about music but it really evolved into a show about popular culture with a little bit of music like a little splash of music because they never played the whole videos towards the end of TRL maybe in the beginning they did but towards the end of TRL it was more about the host the the guests the audience and all that engagement and less about playing music videos and the music video countdown so I it's going to be interesting to me to see how they make it 2017 TRL because 2017 TRL is going to have to be really plugged into social media It's going to have to have hosts that are really plugged into social media it's going to need to have um what else some kind of live streaming to it it maybe be on snapchat yeah it's going to take a lot to make TRL 2017 cool and 2017 hip a lot more than what it was you know back when we watched because I think that's I think that's the reason why it kind of died off like we all start getting older you know the acts who used to be on there a lot they just stopped being as popular they stopped existing and everybody just kind of outgrew TRL and MTV kind of went in a whole different direction with their programming I remember I think right around the time TRL ended like Jersey Shore was a big deal Laguna Beach not Laguna Beach um the hills was a big thing the city was out you know shows like that kind of took over and it was less about music so it will be interesting to watch and see you know where TRL goes what happens uh in the future but I definitely remember or I definitely will miss you know like the host like Carson Daly was TRL to me like he was the best part of it Vanessa Lala so I'm looking at their Twitter feed and it says TRL comes on every day every weekday from 3 to 3 30 so I'm gonna have to check it out well I don't have cable so maybe it's on an app <laughs> that's what I'm talking about people don't really have cable anymore to watch MTV so yeah I guess I'll have to figure out how and where I can watch it uh since I don't have cable uh hopefully it's on a streaming channel because it should actually I have a big problem with it showing on MTV I think they could have done better than that because again who has cable television so I'm wondering like who are they trying to reach with this show like it looks like young people because the hosts are very young and you know it's MTV it's not VH1 with like the ratchet shows it's it's MTV it's supposed to be about music they're supposed to be bringing it back for you know the next generation but why is it showing only on MTV? Again, I need to verify this, but showing it only on MTV doesn't seem like the best idea. And yeah, I'm kind of disappointed with that decision. I think they, I think it should be like a Snapchat slash YouTube live stream slash Facebook live, something, something along those lines, but not a show that shows on MTV. Like that's not, that's so not 2017. And if they're only going to show it on MTV, it should die a death like AIM. Like, it should be dead in December. Because AIM's final day is December this year. Take TRL with you. It will have a short resurrection. But it should go back down if they're only showing it on MTV. I can't believe that. Speaking of reboots, I don't understand why American Idol is already getting rebooted. Like, I thought we were done with that. But I just saw that it's coming back with Katy Perry as a judge and Lionel Richie too. And Katy Perry got paid the most. 
And there's another judge who's who's in country music. I can't remember his name right now. But Katy Perry got paid the most. Anyway, I don't know about that. I don't think we need a reboot, especially since it's only been gone like a year. What's the point of a reboot? That's like a whole podcast topic because I think we've gotten to this space where we want everything old to come back again. And sometimes the stuff that's old needs to just stay where it was, like Sex in the City. They're trying to do Sex in the City 3. We don't really need that. Let it just end at Sex in the City 2 or or nothing. Like, we don't need a Sex and City 3 if it's going to be it's equally bad as Sex and the City 2. Sex and the City 2 was, like, not that great. I did not enjoy it at all. I thought the first one was great, but the second one was just no. Just no. <laughs> we could we could leave that where it was. Um, but what's with reboots and stuff? Is it just us being greedy? Like, we don't need them that much? I mean, some of them I'm okay with. Gilmore Girls I thought was all right, but... You know, I could be all right with some of them just ending and dying and being done instead of trying to bring them back like TRL. And I think they tried to bring back MySpace once, but they didn't do that. So, yeah, I don't remember them doing doing too hot with trying to bring MySpace back. I think Justin Timberlake was supposed to be an investor or something, but that didn't go too well because does MySpace still exist? I don't know. I haven't been on it in a while, but anyway. So I have a funny story. I actually just tried to go log into my old AOL email address and my old AIM account. And I could not access either one. And I know I had a very, well, I believe that I had, I don't know. It was hard to guess the password. I guess that's that's what I'm trying to get to. And I had too many attempts in 24-hour periods. So they gave me a 1-800 number to call. I don't know if I'm going to call it. Because I don't know if I want to walk down that rabbit hole of memory lane to see all those old emails or all the old AIM. I don't know. if I don't think they store AIM conversations, or at least they didn't. I don't remember. But I don't want to see all those old email addresses from back in the day that I used to get. So I might just leave that one be. Um, curiosity will not get the best of me this time, and I'm going to let it go. But, yeah, I can't believe that, that that they even have the email account if they still have the email account, but it seemed like they did. They just said I had the wrong password. So um, anyway, I, I think that aim really paved the way for, for how we communicate, how we keep in touch today. And I'm kind of sad to hear about it leaving us and not being no longer. And I'm also kind of curious, like who was still using aim? Like, like who's still using AIM? Like anybody? Anybody out there? <laughs> I see that people have been sharing their memories of AOL Instant Messenger with AIM memories on social media. So I've been reading some of those and they're very funny and interesting. So I'm glad that a lot of people out there just have a nostalgia about memories of, of past experiences, just like me. So if you want to check them out, go to hashtag AIM memories and you can see everybody else's uh, stories and, and remembrances. But anyway, I am going to close this one out. I've, I'm really grateful for you guys for listening to this latest podcast. Uh, keep in touch with me by following me on Twitter and Instagram at the Great Dana J and on Facebook at Great Dana J. Uh, and I will be back soon with a new episode of the Untrue Show for you. Uh, thanks for listening, and talk to you soon. <laughs>